Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And we have some movie topics, a little bit of movie news this week. But uh, I want to bring up our question of the day here on the Newsreel. And not to brag, but I thought of this one myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, you know very innovative question, Ken, so get ready. It is... What is your favorite TV show this year so far? <laughs> Just kidding. It's not that special. But it is an interesting <laughs> question, considering you're the TV guy here. I am the TV guy, and I appreciate this question for sure. I know we're about... Well, we're recording this uh, on April 27th, so we're roughly a third of the way through the year already, That's which is crazy to me. So there's a pretty good sample size. And so to answer your question of uh, favorite TV show so far of 2022. I actually have it broken down into two. Okay, so now if, you know, a show that technically started in 2021 but still had new episodes in 22, uh, 2022, if that qualifies, then my ultimate favorite TV show, I've mentioned it before, even I think at the end of last season, Station Eleven, I thought it was... Probably one of the best shows that I've ever seen, um, just with the storytelling and everything. The fact that it's a mini series where it started and ended in a great way, and it was whew, so much detail. Um, that show is just amazing. It's out on HBO Max. It's a Max original. Um, go see it now. Um, and there's only ten episodes, I believe. Um, but if you're actually talking about a TV show that started and ended in 2022 as far as a, a, a particular uh, season of television. Mm -hmm. I got to say Euphoria. Euphoria. And here's how I know. With both of these shows, if I have to, if I feel the need to actually listen to a breakdown of a, like a TV podcast, it's a good show. And for two of the, or both of these, um, I list. I was listening to podcasts, trying to figure out and see if to see if I can one as a podcaster get better, but two mainly to see if I uh, if I agree or disagree with whoever I was listening to on that uh, on a given day. See, that's pretty good when you can considering conversation about TV because TV obviously is longer form than movies, and there's going to be a lot more stuff to dissect right there's gonna be more well maybe more good stuff maybe more bad stuff so it's uh you know tv is easy to talk about that's why people usually talk about like the week-to-week -week tv episode so i think that's a that's a good indicator of whether or not like how good you like the actual show right and and both uh for station 11 and in euphoria they had a weekly um release schedule it was a little bit different in that station 11 started with uh three on the first week and then two 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 one i think that adds up to 10 and then euphoria was just strictly every week it gave uh, i guess the viewing audience an opportunity to be able to you know watch breakdowns if they wanted to have those water cooler talks if they wanted to um etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and you know we talked about this offline we like the week to week rather than just one season all there just for one i'm not the biggest binge watcher 
Yeah. Uh, I like the week to week stuff just so that I don't get spoiled. But oh that God, perfectly yeah. segues into my show, or one of the shows I wanted to mention, which I've been raving about, is Reacher on Amazon Prime. They dropped the whole season in on the one Friday. And I, at first I was like, what? It's like, are you serious? Are you guys really going to do this? I was hoping for like a week, like week to week thing so I don't get spoiled or... But either way, I just binge watched it. <laughs> so I just said I don't, I'm not a binge watcher, but then I binge watched it. Um, but in a way, it was good. But it was like I wish I savored it more, you know. So that's actually not the show I'm going to be picking, just because I did like it. But maybe it's just the I didn't give myself the time to experience the show. <laughs> yeah. I, so, but I mean, you 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 it was good enough where you wanted to watch a lot of it that week that first weekend so i mean that tells you how good it was at least for you yeah yeah so i wanted to give it to it but i'll probably rewatch the show at some point i feel like that's how good it is to me but that's not the show that i've been super impressed with well superman and lois by the way still of course keeping up with that no that's not the one i'm choosing (laughs) oh wow because i've been raving about this show but season two hasn't been lived up to uh expectations i feel like so they need to do better and see it's only season two come on see whatever cw is doing it's like usually your shows don't drop off to like three or four come on (laughs) you know what i mean uh but the show i'm gonna mention is actually moon knight so episode Five of six just came out today, the day that we're recording, Wednesday. And, dude, I'm liking this show a lot. The more that I think about it. Like, I anticipate it every week. Comes out of that weekly schedule. I'm a little bit sad that it's only six episodes. But the pacing's really good in this show. Like, and storylines, I care about everything. And the characters are interesting to watch. Even though some of them might be kind of stereotypical, like Ethan Hawke's character is kind of like that cult leader guy that you always see in every cult leader. <laughs> so <laughs> Fanatical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the usual. But episode six, I feel like it's going to be that, that, that episode to solidify whether or not I really like it. So it can either make or break the show. And right now, I don't know if this is going too far because the whole season isn't out. I might like it better than Loki. Whoa, that was yeah. actually what I was going to ask you. I was like, yeah. what, well, depending on like how good that finale would be. So what, what do you think the range would be? So like, say, for example, you're impressed with the finale next week's uh, episode. Do you think it'll be your favorite Disney Plus show? If it really impresses me, where it's not just like your generic showdown, then yeah, I think it's going to be up there with Loki. Because honestly, Loki's season finale, it was more just setting up season two. Two, right. Which wasn't bad because it was interesting, but it wasn't the best episode of the season. (laughs) So, but I've heard that Moon Knight might not get a second season. Mm-hmm. So they can, if they go all out for this last episode, uh, I think that's what's going to make or break it for me. 
and okay. this this episode which just aired which you haven't seen yet episode five i really really liked it a lot Oof. like there's there's some stuff in there where i was like and it, it was a long episode i felt like either that or i was so invested that i lost track of time <laughs> <laughs> that uh that i was like dang there's a lot of good stuff in this episode so look forward to watching it man <laughs> that no i i i almost i think i told you offline i almost got spoiled uh just going through social media i keep forgetting that wednesdays avoid social media because that's when the disney plus shows come out um so but yeah everything that i've seen as far as reviews um have given raving uh rave reviews to to this episode this latest episode so um just as a follow-up though if it is a typical showdown episode where it's you know let's be let's be honest i feel like the majority of the Disney Plus shows so far, the finales have been mildly disappointing for the mm. most part. If it mm. if it follows that same trajectory, where do you think Moon Knight will fall in the hierarchy of, I guess, your favorite Disney Plus shows so far? Hmm. It might drop down from top to like below Loki. Okay, but it, it it's kind of weird because all these shows they feel like they they rush the finales that it feels like a different show sometimes mm-hmm. than the other like previous episodes. I think the weakest one personally for me in terms of finales was maybe WandaVision, mm-hmm. maybe just because of all the setup that was really good in the uh, previous episodes. For it to just end up in a magic battle in the sky kind of disappointed me. Like, it's something that you would expect maybe in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I think the action was good in there, especially with Sam as the cap- new Captain America. Uh-huh. Except for his speech. It was, <laughs> was a little bit corny, but, you know, whatever. So, and, and Hawkeye's series finale was mostly just disappointing because of kingpin <laughs> in, in a yeah, way that was actually my vote for most disappointing actually so far just because i feel like hawkeye built up it was like oh man is this gonna be my favorite disney plus show and then ugh, i think it fell flat and uh i mean it had some pretty good stuff in it but i felt it like uh, like it felt rushed to me, you know what I mean? Just like you were talking about with a lot of these Disney Plus finales. Yeah, because what's weird is all these finales that we've had so far, none of the finales have been the best episode of the season. Mm-hmm. They're not even like second or third, I think. <laughs> even if like Falcon the Winter Soldier only had six episodes. And I would put a bit, put the finale probably in the bottom tier of the episodes. Yeah. Bottom half of the episodes so it's oddly enough i feel like the closest finale in terms of being the best quality episode on a given season i feel like oddly enough what if had probably the best quality (laughs) compared to the rest of the previous episodes because i feel like the last two episodes especially you know episode five or whatever the i I forget how many actual episodes of what if there were uh but the uh the penultimate one was like the best and then the i thought the finale actually did a and a pretty good job of actually carrying that momentum and so i feel like what i've had probably compared to <laughs> the rest of the season is like the best one 
Even Which though it was in my favorite to, show. Yeah, what's weird to say because I, I forgot about that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I might rewatch it just because of uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse mm. of Madness. That's a good idea. Especially that doc- that Doctor Strange episode, though, is a oh, good episode. That is, yeah. Probably the best episode. That and the penultimate episode. I think those were the easily the, the best two. Yeah. And the finale was like maybe third, but on a tier b- below the first two. I agree. I agree, yeah. man. Uh, let's jump into our movie topic of the week. And we just got news that the Batman 2 is happening. And guess who's coming back? We didn't expect this at all, but Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is coming back. Well, Val Comer wasn't co- like going to like replace him or anything like that? I don't know, man. It's happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Val, yeah, Val Kilmer. It's like, oh, George Clooney's coming back as Batman to replace Robert Pattinson. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's good news, right? Like the star wants to come back uh, to be in be in a sequel. So that's that's good news. So with obviously, there's not too much news, rather than oh, it's happening, right? Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully they take their time with it, honestly, considering, but at the same time, not too long. Not like, you know, the Flash movie. (laughs) Well, I feel like uh, extenuating circumstances, Ezra Miller is, uh, I feel like delaying some of that stuff, you know? Oh, shoot. I wonder what he's doing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. What is Uh, up with, sidebar, I wonder, what's up with all the DC uh, characters having some weird issues? I don't know, man. It's the DC universe, man. It's it's dark. Uh, yeah, Ezra <laughs> Miller, <clears throat> Amber Heard, Heard, <laughs> just a lot of stuff, man. What is what else is there? I feel like I don't know. They have a lot of issues going on over there. Either that, or Marvel is sweeping everything under the rug on the Marvel side. Just like, shh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know Marvel I mean? Marvel does a really good job. <laughs> yeah, they do. It seems like, uh, except for, you know, the whole James Gunn situation. Anyway, (laughs) I want to ask, though, since, you know, the Batman 2 is pretty much, or the Batman is fresh, Batman, the Batman 2, we don't really know what's going to happen. It's all up in the air. Matt Reeves says that he would like to have Mr. Freeze, you know, Jim Arnold. <laughs> he would want Mr. Freeze to come back. Or not come back. I should say a version of Mr. Freeze <laughs> yeah, yeah. actually be in uh, a sequel for the Batman. But I want to ask, what, what villain would you like to see uh, in a Batman sequel? Um, Off the top of my head, first, I want to say not Joker, because I know we've... We've literally seen him like so much within these last, and I'm not even talking about like obviously Heath Ledger or whatever, because he was, I mean, it was definitely his take was refreshing, but I feel like, you know, we've seen a lot of the Joker recently. You know, mm-hmm. we've gotten, um, oh my goodness, I'm Leto. blanking. Jared Leto, <laughs> <laughs> Morbius. Morbius, I know. Uh, and then obviously we had uh, the Joker movie of where we just saw over two hours worth of disturbing behavior. And then even, um, what do you call that? Uh, 
the guy from Eternals. I, I keep Barry Keegan. The, yeah, K- yeah. Hogan. Oh I, yeah, I, I, he got in trouble recently too. I forgot about that. Oh shoot! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but so Marvel, Marvel technically isn't. Uh, I guess you know free from all that because he's part of the Eternals. But anyway, yeah, he's both though. Yeah. yeah. So anyone but Joker. Um, I know, well, P- Penguin's still there, and I feel like he's rising up just kind of where, you know, his character kind of ended up in the Batman. I would love to see a fresh take on Mr. Freeze, but I think I saw something on Instagram where I don't know which villain it, it would be, but the, and, you know, forgive me if I get, if I butcher this, if we could see the Court of Owls storyline would be pretty Ooh. cool. So I don't know what villains would be involved in that. I, it's just it just sounds like a. I've never seen it. Um, I'm kind of a noobish. Uh, I, I only watch big movies or whatever, mm. and I don't know comic books that well. I don't really know what the storyline is. So I'm like, okay, cool. This is going to be new to me, and I want to see something new. See, I'm not too familiar with the Court of Owls either, but I, if I uh, if I'm wrong, someone let me know. But they're kind of like the like secret organization kind of like illuminati whatever of gotham city so they're like the the basically those those rich people in in squid game <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah. gotham city of un- their underworld so i think that's what it's kind of it's kind of like uh i think that would be an interesting take just because it's like i said it's an organization mm-hmm. um type of villain i think that would be pretty cool because the one that i thought of uh, I want to go with Calendar Man. Oh, see, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know who that is. So I, I'm all for that as well because we haven't seen him uh, as a main villain on, I guess, what live action, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I seen him like in the games and seen him in like cartoons and all that stuff. I like that he basically just kills people or does whatever something special on certain holidays so it could be like christmas new year's valentine's day so it's like all themed around whatever holiday it is so i think Mm -hmm. that would be kind of cool because you know if once they start getting like his mo pretty much in the movie understanding it like oh he only attacks on easter and groundhog day (laughs) you know what i mean it's like flag day and and pie day you know what i mean uh, yeah that burger day <laughs> it's like he choked him with a pie <laughs> but, <Wow>. dark <laughs> um it's like once they start figuring that out i like uh, i feel like they could even stretch out like the time since it's a young batman mm-hmm. you can have this over the course of like a few years or how many how many ever years you want because just like uh, the actual Zodiac Killer, that was a, a good span of time, maybe like, I think it was like eight to ten years-ish in, in terms of the, the killings, the actual killings happening. I feel like you can have something like that with this version of the Batman and for Batman to use his detective skills to figure out how to prevent the next, uh, basically, holiday murder. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and plus, like, if you go into, like, maybe, uh, I'm just joking now, 20 years, you could <laughs> recast <laughs> Robert Pattinson in the later years with Val Kilmer. <laughs> Shoot, I was going to say, oh, my- Michael Keaton. <laughs> it's going to be a 
50 year stretch <laughs> well i only say val kilmer because i feel like val kilmer had some longish hair in batman forever hmm. i mean it wasn't obviously as long and as emo as uh robert Pattinson in the batman but i feel like it's the natural progression where it's like oh okay <laughs> you know younger uh, Bruce Wayne to a little bit more sophisticated 20 years <laughs> like year 20 <laughs> Batman yeah still yeah. trying to get the calendar man <laughs> 20 years just to get the calendar man yeah, yeah man Val, Val Kilmer is Batman he was he was suave man he had that that style I know I, dude we need to cover Batman forever because I feel like that's a underrated movie for sure I want to see a, a dark edit of Batman forever you know I want mm-hmm. I want to see that yeah it's never gonna come though it's never yeah i mean it would have been pretty cool to see a version of the riddler from the batman in batman forever um and then i guess uh a version of what two-face from dark knight in (laughs) yeah that'd be sick yeah that would be sick or you know you could just cut out two-face from that movie because dang it tom lee jones why he got to try to (laughs) out jim carrey Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Jeez. No. Uh, but, uh, you know, this week, I know usually I'm the TV guy, but this week, I mean, because today was CinemaCon. It was the first day of CinemaCon. So we got to get a lot of updates from not only what DC, not only Sony, but we got uh, updates from another heavy hitter, Disney. And so this week's movie topic is again on CinemaCon because that's where the Batman 2 got broke. Uh, like that that news broke there. Um, so my half of uh, the newsreel, we're covering Disney and their movie slate that was announced for 2022 and 2023. So, uh, and again, if you need a little bit of time to kind of look over that list that I gave you, out of the movies on the list from comic book uh the the instagram that i've forwarded you out of those movie list uh movies that were listed on disney's movie slate for 2022 to 2023 Mm -hmm. which non-mcu movie are you looking forward to the most all right i knew that i because i was like "Uh, i don't want to mention any marvel movie because that's like the easy ones to go to that would easily be like thor love and thunder uh, for me, it's going to be, where is it? Where is it? Avatar, the way of water. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Out of all the ones on there, I was like, why is there a re-release of Avatar? And I'm glad that you asked this question because I have a great story to tell you right now. Ooh, okay. <laughs> story time with Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yesterday I was playing tennis, you know, practicing on my serve, whatever. There's a couple people, um... In the court next to me, you know who you are, <laughs> because I I talk to some of these people sometimes, and uh, they were talking about um, uh, Avengers Endgame, and they were saying, you know, if you really think about it, Endgame wasn't that good. I'm like, what? what? It's like yeah, it's like it's like yeah, you're right. Like Endgame, like the only good scene in the whole movie is the the end scene with Avengers Assemble. It's like the rest of the movie's like not that good. I'm like, eh, what? 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 And then so I was freaking out, 
on my like I, I couldn't concentrate while I'm playing tennis. And then they bring up Avatar, where saying like the only reason why they that Endgame beat Avatar in the box office was because they re-released it. I'm like, ooh, because <laughs> because they re-released Avatar two times also. Just like Avengers Endgame. So it's like... Uh, like, they didn't know. So wait. Were they... Are they, like, super fans of Avatar? Like, the movie? I don't know. And I was like, Avatar's good. But it's not that good. <laughs> it's just like Pocahontas, but with green with tall people. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, blue. Sorry, I said green. Blue, blue. tall people. Yeah. Shoot, dude. But... It made me, when you sent this list, it made me, like, gravitate right towards Avatar, The Way of Water, because we've been waiting, well, J- James Cameron has been making this movie for, like, his whole life now. All the uh, movies. <laughs> all the Avatar movies. <laughs> all the Avatar movies. It's like, dude, I just come back and make a Terminator, please. If there's gonna, gonna be another Terminator, like, I don't know. But I'm gonna say Avatar, The Way of Water, just because... It is one of those movies where it's like, it's a spectacle, and you're there was so much hype around the first one. It's like, where can it go from the first one? <laughs> right. You know, and it's like Sam Worthington is not really a thing anymore. <laughs> it's not two thousand. That was two thousand nine, right? No, yeah, two thousand nine. Eight, eight or nine? I, think I forgot. Eight. Okay. Avatar was eight, I think, because Terminator Salvation was two thousand nine. Anyway, <laughs> um, nice. Just because of Dark Knight, and I think Avatar came out in 08. But I'm gonna say Avatar because I got triggered yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> this question was meant to be. Then <laughs> I know. <laughs> I will mention that I. It's been a while since I've seen Avatar. I think uh, I remember trying to watch it uh, at home uh, when it got released on, I guess, for home video. And I was not impressed just because obviously, you know, you, that's a movie where, like you said, it's a spectacle movie. You want to see it in theaters. And, yeah, it does show that they will re-release it. And uh, you know what? I can't, I'm curious to see how I will like it because back then I was just like, okay, I don't understand the hype. So with fresh eyes, obviously, I, I, I don't even remember a lot of the details I just remember seeing it the two times, you know, once in the theaters, once uh, on digital or whatever it was, DVD, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> DVD, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DVD. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, it wasn't. I don't think I don't think Blu-ray was a thing yet, and I don't, I've never owned a Blu-ray anyway. Um, so I'm kind of <laughs> curious to see how that is. Um, when I originally saw this list, that was the first movie that I gravitated towards it. But that's actually not the Zoe Zaldana movie that I'm actually going to say. The movie that I'm looking forward to the most, even though I will probably see both in theaters again, the re-release and the new one, Amsterdam, November 4th. I don't know if you've actually looked at this movie, but check this this cast out. Okay. I'm going to read it to you. And I'm going to go in order from IMDb. And this is live action. This is live action, okay. it looks like. The cast includes Anya Taylor-Joy, okay. Christian Bale, okay. Margot Robbie, okay. Whoa, okay. Zoe Saldana, 
Timothy Oliphant. What? Robert De Niro. <laughs> no, it just keeps R- going. Rami Malek. <laughs> Michael Sh- Michael Shannon. Okay. Mike Myers. All right. Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this a comedy? What the heck? John David Washington. All right. And last and certainly not least, Tay Tay. Taylor Swift is in this movie. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. Is Christian Bale going to sing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, is this a musical? Well, and, and I'll, you know, la- offline, you know, whenever you get a chance to read the preview. But based off of the preview, I'm not going to read it to you. But when I read it, it sounds similar to Last Night in Soho, mm. which is a movie that we ended up covering in season three of the podcast. But it sounds even better considering, I mean, dude, I just read the cast off to you. Mm-hmm. And it's being released in November 4, which is generally Oscar season. So can you imagine like an Oscar version of like a time? This is like a time period uh, Mm. movie. So with that cast, it looks pretty. It it, it seems nuts. Okay, because when you were reading that list off, because I know there's a movie called Bullet Train happening Mm. pretty soon or in the summer with uh, Brad Pitt and that list of cast is pretty extensive too and this you just kept going i want to say there's like 10 people on there dude i was literally i was like okay i'm gonna just name the headliners right and then it just kept going and then going and then going i was like okay where 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 will i stop and then obviously taylor swift i was like okay this is the best way to kind of end the cast list (laughs) it's pretty much everyone there has uh led their own movie at some point except for taylor swift Right. So, but Taylor Swift is a superstar. Yeah. So it's like, I hope, like I don't think she'll detract or anything from the other star power. So it's like, shoot, that that's especially with whatever time period it might be, that's going to be interesting. I like I want to know what kind of movie this is. Yeah. It says 1930s. So, ooh, mm-hmm. after yeah. the depression. Oh yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was yeah, cuz like the depression started in 29. Yeah. So, wow. But we'll yeah, see. that's that's the movie that I'm looking forward to the most. Just strictly off the cast list, not even necessarily the preview, but just that cast. I'm like, "Holy crap." Dang. That's like the most I mean, we and we've seen a uh like a fairly extensive movie where there's like a huge ensemble cast mm-hmm. this one seems like it's it it stacks up there you know with the best of them yeah that's gonna be something to look forward to i I think when we read off like the cast for don't look up and then when i actually watched the movie it was a little bit disappointing honestly yeah. so i hope it's that that's not the same case here <laughs> um Especially that was like an Adam McKay movie, I think, too, right? Right. So that's what was a little bit disappointing about Don't Look Up for me. But we'll see. That's definitely... I, I'm glad that you mentioned that movie because when I looked at that list, I'm like, what is it? What are some of these movies? So I'm going to put that on the list. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of glad you missed it because then you would have stole my thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, not your love and thunder. <laughs> love yeah. and thunder, exactly. All right, Ken, what are we going to be talking about next week or this coming Monday on our main show, The Weekly Reel? Yeah, so this coming Monday, May 2nd, we are covering Nick F. Cage playing 
Nicolas Cage in the 2022 <laughs> new new release, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And so uh, if you do want to join in uh, on the conversation uh, for this coming Monday, the 2nd of May, it's currently out only in theaters. So definitely mask up if you want to. Um, I mean, here in California, uh, I guess they got rid of the mask mandate. So uh jeremy and i actually went and saw it last friday and it was uh it was a pretty good time just because especially since we got to see it at a theater that had the um the luxury recliners those are nice right yeah yeah that was comfortable but i didn't feel like sleeping because it was actually a good movie yes. um if you like Nicolas cage this is a movie that'll get you a little little giddy you know <laughs> <laughs> I, that's yes. what i liked about it so but I don't hear too many people talking about it, so I'm gonna say it right here. Just like go watch it if you like Nick Cage. If you even if you just want to see a comedy, I feel like you can follow it, even though it's kind of weird. Nicholas Cage is playing Nick Cage. It's it's, I think it's still like a really funny and good time. Yeah, and if you're a fan of Pedro Pascal, mm. he is so good in it. So if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, The Mandalorian. Any one of his performances, definitely go see, obviously, Nick Cage because he's playing himself. But Pedro Pascal is so good in this movie as well. Yeah, he's like the fan that we all want to be <laughs> in that position, you know, paying a million dollars to, you know, be with your celebrity. <laughs> yep, exactly. All right. Can... Uh, what can they follow us on, like, the social medias? I know we have, like, TikTok and all that stuff now. So where where can they find us on TikTok, first of all? Uh, TikTok is uh, the outlier in terms of, like, the, the screen name. It is at Weekly Real Pod for TikTok. Um, we started... Uh I, we started this at the beginning of uh, season four, so mm-hmm. um, it's a fairly new account. Uh, and so we're obviously experimenting with some of the content, Um but yeah, be on the lookout. We're probably we're we're cooking up some new things strictly just for TikTok uh, exclusiveness. Um, also, we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Weekly Real. Um, I believe Instagram is, has been our main uh, account as far as uh, social media is concerned. But uh, yeah, the other ones uh, we're at pretty active on those as well. And shout out to Andre who runs all of the social medias. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Shout out to Andrea. Thank you guys for listening to this week of the Newsreel. Stay tuned next week for more movie and TV news. But until then, we'll see you next time on the Reel.